0: Welcome to the I Love Alt Mortgages podcast, brought to you by Home Trust. And now, your host, Brennan Trenuth. Hey, I Love Alt Mortgage listeners. Today, I'm joined by John Burke from Burke Financial right here in the GTA. We discuss how important education is in this industry, including why he started a training academy for his agents and what customer service truly means to him and his team. It all starts now on I Love All Mortgages. Hey, I Love Alt Mortgages. It's Brennan Tranuth here, your host. I am sitting here with John Burke from Burke Financial. John, thank you so much for joining us
1: today. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. I'm really excited to do this with you.
0: Well, that's awesome. So I wanted to ask you a couple questions here. You know, first and foremost, obviously, this is all about all mortgages. And talking about all mortgages, your history in the mortgage industry, you know, trying to teach people uh, different things that you've learned along the way. So, you know, let's just start off with what drew you to the mortgage industry to start off.
1: Yeah, so I used to own a gym and basically I was getting to the point where I was kind of sick of the fitness industry. So I was at the point where I was looking to sell the business, start something different. And basically I wanted to do something that was both challenging, but financially rewarding. So what happened is that I took a moment, I kind of looked at different options, I looked at becoming a mortgage agent, real estate, but eventually I decided on mortgages and the reason being is that, you know, I wanted something that I could do remotely, and not have to be, you know, driving around constantly, but also it kind of tied my two skills together, which was the sales and the numbers and the math. So it seemed like a natural fit for me. That's Awesome. I need to go to the gym more
0: often, but uh, <laughs> I think <Stick laughs> we to <with>. stick, <laughs> stick with it. Yeah, for sure. So
1: how has your journey in the mortgage industry been so far since you started? How long ago was that? Well, I got licensed originally in 2016, um, and it's been a great journey. You know, since then, even though it's, you know, not been the longest time, I probably close close to a thousand mortgages at this point. So definitely the volume has been there. You know, I've learned quite a bit, you know, especially in these compact few years. Now, obviously, I'm very lucky that, you know, I've got a very successful brokerage with an awesome team, you know, and it's really fun to come to work every single day. So it's been great. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, the most important part, too, is
0: you need to have fun in this line of work as well, right? So that's good to hear. Talking about your brokers there.
1: So when did you launch Burke uh, Financial? So we officially launched in uh, 2018, early 2019. It was kind of that transition period when FISRA was closed and <laughs> finally got it license. So what had happened is you know as i mentioned i got licensed originally in 2016 and then basically as soon as i hit that two-year anniversary where i could go get my broker's license you know i did it right away and then pretty much opened up burke financial right after that so
0: you know obviously that's a big step to opening up your own brokerage you know what was your vision for burke financial when you were kind of creating this concept
1: so from my experience in the industry i noticed that there wasn't a lot of kind of systems in place for sales or processes to really optimize what we were doing and also i saw a gap as far as the customer service element so my vision for it was to go into the space that i knew best which was what's the subprime space and even now like our goal is to really to be a leader in that subprime mortgage space so kind of our 10-year goal we were actually just had a meeting about it with the management team we're trying to hit 100 million dollars in revenue within the next 10 years so per year yeah, yeah we're, we're definitely looking to take over a, a good percentage of you know the market share and grow it as quickly as possible so
0: to hear. Speaking of your team, do you want to tell us a little bit about the team that you've kind of assembled
1: there? Yeah, so we've got a great team. We've got kind of a unique way that we have built the brokerage in terms of, you know, we don't just have a bunch of agents who do everything. We've got two departments in terms of we've got a sales team and then we've got an underwriting department. So we've got our salespeople that are basically taking care of the clients. They're working on the customer experience side of things. And then on the back end, you know, we've got really knowledgeable, skilled underwriters who really understand the products. You know, what I noticed when I was in the industry at the beginning is that you had people that were really technically good, but maybe hated doing the sales or talking to people. So maybe that wasn't the best skill set for them. You know, I wanted to make sure that I took people and put them in, you know, the right seat, so to speak, and that they were doing what optimized their skill sets. So that's the way we've got it structured internally. And then we've got a managing broker basically helps guide the ship and takes care of everything. And then aside from that, we've got our team of outside agents.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's really good that you kind of mentioned that too, because you know you don't want people stuck in positions that they don't really like because they're going to become inefficient, right? So you're addressing that up front, making sure that you're putting people in the right spot where they want to be for optimal success. So no, it's really great to hear. You know, reading about your brokerage, obviously you guys have accomplished a lot in the past couple of years. You've won you know a couple of different awards, including Top Choice Brokerage of the Year, Consumer Choice Award, and Top Three Mortgage Brokers. So what do you think really makes you and your brokerage different than the rest?
1: That's a great question. I mean, at the beginning, the number one thing was the customer experience. And it's still that today. You know, when I look at mortgages, everybody can get very similar rates. So it's really hard to have a competitive advantage just strictly on rates, because at the end of the day, everyone can buy rates down. You're not really doing anything differently. So for us, the number one focus is that customer experience and really obsessing over how well the client is taken care of. You know, and it's one thing to just say, you know, I'm going to provide a good service or this or that, but we really are analyzing it constantly internally. We have metrics based on it. You know, we've really ingrained it into our culture. And because of that, it's something that's always top of mind for our staff and I think reflects really well as far as the experience that our customers are having.
0: And talking about customer service, obviously, you know, we do our research here, but one thing that really stood out to me and you corrected me on this just before we started as well, that your Google rating. So right now you're up to 200 reviews and at 5.0 stars. So it's clear that customer service is extremely important to you and your entire team. So what defines good customer service to you? Because I know a lot of people always ask, what does it mean for customer service? So let's hear it from you with
1: all these reviews, you know, the five stars, take it away. I think it really just boils down to going above and beyond what's expected, right? I mean, a lot of people, again, they'll say, you know, I give good service, I call clients back, but I'm always asking the team in any situation that you're in, what could you have done more or what could you have done differently? Because a lot of people, you know, will make excuses for things and say, Oh, that was out of my control. I couldn't do anything about that. But I even give the example to my staff. Like, could you have, as an example, drove to their house and picked up documents if they don't know how to scan it? We obviously don't go to those extremes, yeah, but You know, really thinking about what you can do and what you can control to give that client a better experience. And then, like I say, just making sure that it's ingrained in the culture, making sure that it's something that we're constantly talking about. You know, we track reviews and those five stars just as much as we do revenue. So from a company perspective, it's really, really obsessed over. And not just that, but our staff are also well aware. So, you know, if the team knows at the end of this application, you're going to have to ask this client for a review this little bit of an accountability piece, you know, that staff member also is aware of that. So they're going to make sure that they're doing everything in their power to deliver that service to that person.
0: And obviously you're dealing with clients that come from, you know, all walks of life. You know, there's prime clients, alternative clients, maybe private clients. Do you have a different approach when working with these types of different
1: clients or is it kind of all the same? To be honest, I think our approach in general is a little bit different than most brokerages. Like we really, really take the time to really understand our clients' needs and not just surface level. Like, you know, somebody might apply for a refinance, but, you know, if we want to understand, you know, if they're paying debt, why are they paying debt? You know, what are their motivators? What are their stressors? How much are they paying per month? So really digging into those kind of goal questions with each person. I think I got a little bit of that from the fitness industry when I was working in it. Yeah. And from there, you know, we're able to utilize that, right? But as far as our process between crime clients and alternative clients, we try to maintain the same process no matter what. I think when you have a fine, consistent process, not only does it make the experience better for the client because, you know, we're not scrambling to figure out what to do next. I think it also makes it a lot easier for staff because there's not a bunch of, you know, questions, who does this, who does that. It allows them to follow a consistent process every single time and deliver a consistent experience for each person for sure. And now I want to kind of flip over to your own little academy that you
0: have here, Burke Financial Academy. Let's get into that a little bit. So how important is education
1: to the delivery of great customer service? I think it's crucial. And the reason being is, you know, as I mentioned, we're really big on understanding the client's goals. And so once we understand what the client's really truly looking to accomplish, Being able to tailor and custom design a solution to that individual need, it comes from the knowledge of the product, you know, because there's a lot of different ways that you can structure different solutions in the mortgage industry, even within, you know, one lender, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. So having the knowledge of how to best accomplish that individual person's goals, you know, having that knowledge piece is critical. So for sure. So then,
0: you know, a couple of years ago, you go out and you start your own brokerage and then you, you know, start Burke Financial Academy. So. You know what was the backing behind that? You know, why did you start Burke Financial Academy,
1: and what's the ultimate goal there? Yeah, a lot of it just came from the conversations that I was having with agents within the industry. You know, I, I kind of was lucky that I had such a good sales background and really good mentors when I was younger. But when I got into the industry, I realized that there was a very large gap between, you know, especially the sales processes and what people did. So, know, obviously when you do your initial licensing course, you know, it's great that you get the overall material, but it doesn't really teach you how to be successful or create a successful mortgage business. It just teaches you, you know, obviously compliance, which is critical. So I thought there was a big gap between there. So I wanted to take a lot of the principles and processes that I've personally used to be successful and be able to teach it not only to new agents, but, you know, agents who might've been in the industry a long time and haven't really been able to get any traction, you know, basically give them the tools to be successful. So That's kind of what I saw there was a gap in the market and that's what we're trying to optimize right
0: now. It's awesome. So what does the training program look like for your agents?
1: So what it is, is there's a few different avenues. I think that, you know, a lot of people learn in different ways when people first come on board, you know, there's specific modules. We take people through there's trails as far as like, you know, their first week license with us. So basically we're trying to give people knowledge and skills in different areas. So whether that's lead generation, sales, underwriting, just general customer service. So we have a combination of an online portal that has webinars. We do a lot of continued training and development meetings. We always are booking different industry partner presentations. We have in-person presentations that we do at the brokerage, and then we have coaching sessions. But the thing that I'm really, really happy about is that we actually have a dedicated agent success manager. So basically a dedicated contact person who's always there because, you know, I found that a lot of other brokerages, you know, what they would do is that they would say they'll train you, but it's almost impossible to get a hold of somebody or you might wait three days. And when those files are kind of, you know, mission critical, so to speak, you've got to get, you know, someone on the phone. So we try to make things available, you know, it's like anything, right? Like no matter how great the resources are, you know, it's how well you take advantage of it, but we've got a lot of really good stuff in there. It's awesome to hear. Sounds like a really good program. so how, how do you go
0: about, you know, training your agents for, you know, soft skills, like building trust with, you know, the end client at the end of the day, right? Like obviously this industry is very fast paced. Clients are coming to you with, you know, big financial decisions and they want to be able to trust your agents. Right. So
1: how do you kind of build on that? I think first and foremost, it's about understanding how trust is built. You know, we teach our agents that building trust comes from, first of all, asking the right questions but showing and demonstrating to the client that you're really listening to the answers and what they're actually saying. You know, it's like rapport. And I think trust and rapport kind of go hand in hand, right? I think there's a big misconception that rapport is like, you know, liking the same hockey team or, you know, both fishing. A lot of it comes from somebody feeling like they've been listened to. So I think that's what it is, is that if you can ask the right questions because you have the right structure or kind of system in place to ask those questions, be able to connect with that person, inherently they're going to trust you more because they feel listened to. And then a lot of that as well comes with product knowledge, as you just mentioned. And then finally, just following through on what you actually say you're going to do. One of the biggest things we always preach to people is, you know, if you say you're going to do something, actually do it. It could be something as small as sending someone a text message at five o'clock that you promised, because as soon as you start to slip up on those little things, you start to deteriorate trust. So we really want to emphasize that to a lot of the people we work with. So it's not only about teaching people how to earn trust, but also not, you know, how to lose it as well. So Yeah. Uh, that's really good. What kind of post-academy training support do you
0: offer your agents? I know that you mentioned that you do have, you know, an agent available at all times for
1: questions. I was just wondering if there's anything else that you guys kind of provide to your agents. Yeah. So, I mean, the great thing about our academy is that the content that we have is for all levels, right? So there's a lot of stuff, right, when you get started, but also the agent success manager's job is also to continually be updating content or adding new content. So it's one of those things where, you know, you can kind of delve in headfirst right at the beginning, but there's always new things to be learning, always new things you can be working through. We obviously also are continuing to provide coaching calls and then encouraging people to give feedback on any training and development topics that they want to focus on. So, you know, we really try to listen to our agents and whatever it is that they feel that they need the most help with. You know, we try to provide support and help with that as well.
0: It's awesome. I mean, I think the industry needs more education, more training for things like this. And, you know, obviously good for you guys for going out and providing this to your agents and wanting, you know, everybody to be successful at the end of the day. Right. My question now to you is what role can lenders
1: play in the education process? So that's a question. you know, a lot of it, I think, comes down to how they present and how they have discussions with the people that they're dealing with. You know, a lot of the lender presentations that I've seen or seen in the past are just kind of, you know, spitting everything that they offer. Right. It's not, in my opinion, the best way to try to assist the brokerage is just to spit a bunch of rates at them. And these are our products we offer and see you later. I think the real value added from lenders comes from when they help you and help the agents to understand, you know, what actually is involved in underwriting, helping them understand how they can, you know, potentially you know, maybe add a guarantor or do, you know, certain rental offsets to help them actually get their files qualified. So, you know, to me, the best thing a lender can do is have a strong BDM who can actually sit down with an agent or get an agent on the phone and talk a file through with them and actually coach them in terms of like, this is how you can potentially get this file approved. So that's where I feel like the biggest value is added. And that's something that Massimo does a great job with, and with our team is that, you know he's always taking the time to try to listen to what the story is and try to make suggestions in terms of how that fits so from a lender it's about i think being able to kind of play a coaching role and be able to coach individuals on how to be more efficient at underwriting and obviously to in turn fit in the product guidelines and what we're trying to accomplish right so
0: I'm sure Massimo is going to be very very <laughs> happy with that shout out <laughs> so that's great <laughs> do you have any success stories from your academy that you would want to you know maybe share with us a little
1: bit yeah i have a lot of you know success stories but i'll use the one that's i would say the most recent so i just had an agent join about a week ago Arslan And he was, you know, business owner before, no experience in the mortgage industry, but he came in very, very open-minded, which is, I think the most critical thing you can do is that you have to come in open-minded, especially, you know, if things are a little bit different than you used to doing. Came in open-minded, worked through almost all of the modules that we had for the beginning of, you know, the first week license, put some marketing stuff together based on the marketing material that we had available. So already two weeks now, I guess he's Been involved. He's already got about thirty thousand in the pipe to close. So it's great to see that because you know a lot of times I think people know it's there but they don't actually pull the trigger on it. But you know he decided that you know I'm just going to do it and see what happens. Dedicate you know in a couple weeks of his time you know to make thirty thousand dollars is pretty good return on that time. So really really to see. Oh, that's awesome.
0: That's a really great success story. So congrats to him and to you guys, obviously, for your support there. My last question here, do you have any book or podcast recommendations for our
1: audience? Yeah, this is my favorite question, I think, because I'm a big yeah. reader. I to read about okay. a book a week. Sure. So, you know, for sales, one of the ones I always recommend to my team when they're getting started is fanatical prospecting. I think the bottom line when it comes to being successful in anything you do is taking the time to do the stuff that nobody likes to do and prospecting is number one i would say that people kind of put off or don't take the time to do so that's a great book you know as far as business books go good to great is another one i really like jim collins and then as far as my favorite book overall or of all time it's the 40 laws of power so those are kind of
0: three that i really like so yeah those are great books i mean i like to read as well it's just you know sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle with everything going on in your life right but you know it's definitely important to keep the education piece going so you know, is there anything else that you want to mention about yourself or your brokerage
1: or anything like that before we wrap up here? You know, I just want to take a moment to really thank my team. You know, nothing that I've been able to accomplish could have been done without the people around me. You know, like I say, I come in every day. I love what I do. I love spending time with everyone, you know, and, and if anybody is looking for, you know, opportunities to join a new brokerage, we're constantly hiring internally, externally, you know, just send me an email. You know, I'd be more than happy to respond and see if we can help you as well. Well, on
0: behalf of Home Trust, I want to thank you for joining us on the podcast. This has been really fun. Learned a lot, actually. Thank you for continuing the education piece within the industry, too. I think that's really important that we continue to learn and teach each other. And I think, you know, this will be very helpful for people listening on the call. Thank you for your support of Home Trust as well. We truly appreciate it. Wishing you all the best for 2022. And, you know, hopefully we can have chats in the
1: future. Yeah, definitely. And thank you to you as well. I've been really enjoying the podcast. You're doing a great job asking lots of good questions. And you know, so I'm happy to see the future ones that are coming up soon. So appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of I Love All Mortgages. Make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing to this podcast, wherever you listen to them.
1: This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.